welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. sermon this morning. I hope it is short. And I've titled it Graced. Graced. G-R-A-C-E-D. Graced. 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 John chapter 1 and verse 16. And of his fullness we have received, we have all received and grace for grace and of his fullness we have all received and grace for grace can someone tell me what the meaning of all is. When the Bible says all, does it mean a selected few? When the Bible says all, we have all received of his fullness, grace for grace. Does all mean some? Talk to me someone. Does all mean some? Does all mean a few people? Does all mean a selected few? Okay, maybe all means pastors. Am I correct? Okay. Or maybe all means bishops, reverends. This is an all and of his fullness we have all received and grace for grace. You, the source of all that you are and everything that you represent comes from Christ. Of his fullness. Not of my fullness. Not of someone else's fullness. But of his fullness we've all received. Turn to Ephesians chapter 4. From verse 7. Said, but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore he says when he ascended on high he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. He gave gifts to men. Let me read um translation that same the seven and he has generously given each one of us 
supernatural grace according to the size of the gift of Christ. This is why he says he ascends into the heavenly heights taking his many captured ones with him and gifts were given to men. Gifts were given to men. Someone say I'm graced. Say it again. Say I am graced. Look at your neighbor and say, say you are graced. Every one of us no exception every one of us no exception whatsoever has a grace upon us everyone the grace on your life may not be finding full expression the way you want it or the way you envisage it or the way you um, hope that it would but you are graced for something I like to think of it this way. Science tells us that every one of us have a unique identification by our fingerprint. Every one of us. And they also tell us that the doctors in the house, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that our iris is also unique. So, it tells me that God who made that of distinction and that kind of uniqueness made it for a reason this month of August is our month of faith in the ministry so God made it for a reason why am I different from you and why are you different from me your uniqueness is your critical success advantage write it down the thing that makes you unique is what is critical for your own success. One of my pastors used to say, if there's anybody taller than me, that person is too tall. If there's anyone shorter than me, that person is too short. I'm the right height for my destiny. Why? Because... Your uniqueness is your critical success advantage. One small spark, pam! The world notices you. Mommy, calm down. Now the world is noticing. From mommy, calm down. One small spark. So if you don't celebrate, imagine if the, if the mother had neglected that child and said, and the way our, our, our mothers used to do those days and then they spank us, hey, shut up, adults are talking, you are talking. Kind of thing. But what the world is noticing about that child is the intelligence of the child. Where your grace will find expression, you don't know. Stop bottling yourself. Stop doing what? Stop bottling yourself. You know me. I don't like to talk. I just talk small, small. The way you are made, the way you are designed, you are graced with something. 
for a people, for a generation. There is something in you that you carry that is unique to you, only you. And the world is waiting for it to find expression. And guess what? They are tied to the very challenges that you are facing. You say all the time, God, why, why are these problems coming to me? It's you that will come to, they can't come to me. Why? Because you have the solution. I don't have the solution for your kind of problems. But I have the solution for my kind of problems. I have. scripture will tell us, there's nothing uncommon that has befalled you. There's nothing uncommon. Say it again. Say, I'm graced. So when God graces you or endows you with something, everything around you is working together to make that thing Including the challenges. Including the difficulties. Let me shock you. Including the problem that you caused by yourself. The Yorubans call it a forfa. You know what a forfa is? Ask Google. Ma, what did you say? A forfa. A forfa means the one that I caused by myself. And I found it in scripture. It says even the lawful captives will be delivered. The prey of the mighty will be taken from him. He said, why? Because I am the Lord. He said, ah, pastor, you don't understand. This problem, let me cause by myself. He says, it's okay. God says, it is part of the plan. Ha! He said, no, pastor, you don't understand. Now me enter gutter. I lie down inside the gutter by myself. Nobody sent me a message. He said, God said, you don't understand. That one is for offer. But me that I am God, I have graced you to solve for offer problem. Because you are the one that can make that kind of mistake. I can't make it. So God knew your makeup from day one. That ha, your tendencies are like this. And because your tendencies are like this, he has factored it in. What did he say about Peter? He says Satan has, has decided to have you, to sift you like we say what? But I have prayed for you. That when the affair problem comes, your faith will not fail. Why? Because you are an overcomer. You're an overcomer. Ah, Pastor, you don't, it's like you don't get this thing. I am the one, me by myself. I caused the problem. You know, we try to justify it that, okay, I've agreed, you caused the problem. So what do you now want to do? Is it not a solution we're looking for? <laughs> a solution. And God, the God that I know, he doesn't ask, hey, I'm going to draw the line. Who caused the problem? No, 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 no. It's not like Nigerian police. Come here. Write your statement. You need to write your statement. It's the Nigerian police that you know that police will tell you the statement to write. So when you are graced, do not think that you are graced only to be without problems. He said, when you suffer temptations, you rejoice. Why should you be rejoicing? because he knows the one that has graced you knows that he has graced you it's because you don't know it's because you don't know 
So the problem comes and then you say, ah, the world has ended. It has not ended. That thing only came to bring out the substance that you are made of. So what you now need to do is show that show the substance that he has made. You know, what did he say of Job? Have you considered Job? This one is not even Job that caused the problem. It's God that used his hand to Satan was sitting down his own jelly. And God wanted to boast of him. Say, ah. Say to ah, Alpha, have you considered my servant Job? He said, if not because you covered him, he said, ah, no, leave that thing. Say, if not that you just put some things around him. If not, if I just I say, okay, let me move my hand. Why? He knows the substance Job is made of. He knows. He knows. And then everything came. One, nothing was Job's fault. In one day, everything started crashing down. And then God was looking. God was looking. When God has graced you and you, and you are praying some kind of prayer, God, let me find a special. You know what you are praying for. <laughs> some of you, you know, you pray for certain things and God will just be looking at you like this. <laughs> eh, God will, eh. I say, ah, if I release this thing to you, if I release this thing to you, you pray for certain things. Asking God, God, do it, do this, do this. And God is saying, chill, chill, chill. And you just pray. Say, if I release this thing to you, when you are graced, listen very carefully. That thing that God has put in you is looking for a way to come out. And sometimes, they are not the easy ways. They are not. But we have a guarantee. It says, you will go through the fire. You will not be burnt. You will go through water. It will not swallow you up. But you will go through water. But what you will go through fire. Why? There is something you are made of. We've all received grace for grace. When he ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men. He gave gifts unto men. Endowed you with something. There's something resting on you. There's something you are carrying. There's something on your head. That the world needs to see. It says no one would light a lamp and put it under the butcher. Matthew chapter 5. But what will he do? He will put it on a lampstand so that everyone would see. But guess what? Lighting a lamp and putting it on the lampstand has its price. Greatness has a price. It has a price. So when you see those little challenges Speaking here and there, coming up, showing up their faces. That shouldn't draw you back. No. No, it shouldn't draw you back. When you know you are graced for something, you allow yourself through the process and let that thing find expression. Let it find expression. 
If you're asking God, Lord, you know what? I need a million dollars. I need a million dollars. I need a million dollars. God is saying, hmm, there is something that comes with a million dollars. It's not like he wants to make you scared. No, he's only trying to let you know that, hey, look, you need to brace up. You need to be ready. Because if that's the direction that God is pushing you towards, if that's the direction that the Spirit of God is leading you, whatever it is, there is a grace that you carry that will release it. There is a grace. There is a grace. Someone say it again. Say, I'm graced. I'm anointed for something. I'm anointed for a generation. I'm anointed for a people. See, your anointing is not for church. Let me explain to you. When God anoints you, he doesn't anoint you so that um, yes, you use your gift and, and all the things here. But when he anoints you, the anointing that rests on you is supposed to help you find expression everywhere beyond the four walls of the church. Alright? So, if you're a singer, for instance, or you do any other thing in church, that anointing is supposed to help you find expression beyond the four walls of the church. Beyond the four walls. Why do you think that scripture says that we are um, sons and daughters of Abraham? Abraham was anointed. But the kind of anointing that was on him was an anointing for the marketplace. Abraham's anointing, only him, the resources on his house, defeated five kings. Only him. Gathered all the resources in his house to defeat five. And God says, you and I are sons and daughters of Abraham. So what kind of sons and daughters are we? What kind of sons and daughters are we? And God calls him faithful Abraham. And then we are part of that lineage. So when God has graced you and you have received grace, that grace is for something beyond you. It's for a world beyond you. Beyond your own sphere. It's for a world beyond you. There are people out there that are looking for what you carry. To draw from it. Looking for what you carry. So that you can be a blessing to them. Every one of us is graced. The moment you begin to find out what you are graced for, how you are graced, and allow that grace begin to manifest and find expression, then you're gotten on the path. It now goes beyond you. It's no longer about you. Glory to God. Verse 9 of Ephesians 4. He said he ascended means that he returned to heaven after he had first descended from the heights of heaven. Even descending as far as the lowest parts of the earth. The same who ascended is also the one who the same who descended is also the one who ascended above the heights of heaven in order to begin the restoration and fulfillment of all things. 
for the restoration and fulfillment of all things. It means that, hey, whatever Christ went up there to do and went down below to do is so that all things can be restored and all things can be fulfilled. It means that when I align with the grace of God that is upon me, I'm aligning with the fulfillment of scripture. I'm aligning to the, to the plan of God from the beginning. I'm aligning to that plan. I'm aligning to the plan. So the grace of God upon my life, when I recognize it and I see it, and when things begin to happen all around me, I channel that energy towards releasing that grace. I say to people all the time, there is nothing that happens to me that happened by chance. Nothing. I'm not a chance person. No. I'm not a chance person. Everything happens for a reason. Including the one I cost by myself. It happened for a reason. So I channel all my energy to release the grace that is in me. Because of that thing that happened. So I'm not crumbling under the weight of a problem or a challenge. No, I'm asking myself the question. So why did this thing happen? Why did it happen? And then I spend a lot of time praying in the spirit. Because I need answers. I don't just allow situations happen to me. And then, you know, I say, like people say, such is life. It happens to everybody. No. If it happens to me, it has to be a reason. It has to lead to the restoration of all things. It has to lead to the fulfillment of scripture. Why? Because I'm graced for something. I carry something. There's an anointing on me. So that anointing does not come just to be there. No. It comes to solve problems. So when problems come, the problem is looking for the solution. So when it comes to you, it's telling you that knock, knock, the solution is here. And then you open the door and say, you, shut the door. And that's solving that problem is supposed to lead you to greater heights, to the restoration and fulfillment of all things. So when problems come knocking at your door, when you open it and see the problem, the only reason you are permitted to shut the door back is that you are going into your coven to go and get answers. Then answer the door. And say yes. Uh -huh. So you are here. What is it? That's the only reason. But as a child of God, as a believer, you are equipped. You see it. Let's go down. And he has appointed some with grace. That's a new, uh, the Passion Translation. Verse 11. And he has appointed some with grace to be apostles. And some with grace to be prophets. And some with grace to be evangelists. And some with grace to be pastors. And some with grace to be teachers. So the grace comes to do something. So if someone who is graced to be a pastor. All the challenges and everything that come with pastoring. The grace to deal with them and solve them comes together. So you are graced in your workplace. You are an accountant. Graced for accounting. The grace to solve all kinds of accounting problems is there. So whatever it is you are doing, you are graced for it. And when problems show up in that direction, you don't run. No. You carry something. 
Verse 12. Say, and their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to do their own works of ministry. To do their own works of ministry. So, just like Abraham, who was anointed of God and graced for certain things, they attacked and then he's, he took, he gathered his resources together and defeated five kings. He's graced for it. He's graced for it. So that his work, whatever he was doing at the time, grace was on him to find expression and to prepare others for work of ministry. So when people see what you are doing, because of the grace of God that is on you, they channel into their own place. They channel into their own place. Because they see how grace is finding expression in your life, in the workplace, whatever it is that you're doing. And they channel into their own place. And by so doing, this is what scripture says. And as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. They will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. That's how the body of Christ is built up. But I discovered that the reason people don't find expression, one reason particularly, is because they're scared of the outcome or the price to pay. Greatness has a price. It has a price. It has a price. But it's a price, it's not a price that you cannot pay. It's not a price you cannot pay. So don't 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 be scared. Don't 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 be afraid. Don't feel like, hey, uh, um, will I be able to attain? No. If God has graced you, let the grace find expression. Do as occasion serve you. Do as occasion. That's what that's what the the the, the prophet told. Um, was saw. He said, when you meet these people, this will happen, that will happen. He said, and then you prophesy and the anointing of God will come upon you. He said, when that happens, do as occasion serve you. Why? Because you've been anointed. You've been graced for something. You've been graced for something. So do as occasion serve you. Take advantage of opportunities as they come. As they come. Why? Because you've been graced for something. There's something on you. And that thing, as long as you, that thing remains on you, it will keep looking for ways to come out. Because God is the one that put it there. He said, we've all received grace for grace. Let me shock you. Even if you are not saved. Even if you are not saved, the grace will be looking for ways to come out. You will be looking for ways to come out. Why? We've all received grace for grace. Grace for grace. Look at what it says in verse 13. It says, these grace, these grace ministries will function until we all attain oneness in the faith. Until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. That is what we read in John 1.16. Of his fullness we have received. Grace for grace. So you see that what you have received is leading you back to the fullness. 
of his fullness you have received it. He said, but this thing will continue until we attain oneness in the faith, until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God and finally we become one into a perfect man with the full dimensions of spiritual maturity and full development into the abundance of Christ. So everything is knitted in Christ. Everything is inside him. It's inside him. So when you receive him, you receive this grace and that grace from that moment begins to find a way to find expression. Paul calls it in Philippians, he said that, um, that I may seek him, the one who sought after me, that I may know him, that I may seek him, the one who sought after me. So what he's saying is that God sought him out, found him, and then it's as if God now turned his back and was walking away, and then he's now chasing after God. So you've received grace for the full of the fullness of Christ, and then that grace is finding expression so that the fullness of Christ will all come in the unity of the faith of that fullness. Of that fullness. So everything you are graced for should lead to him. Should lead to him at the end of the day. Because you've received it for him, for his benefit. You've received it for him. While I was seated there, can you stand to your feet? While I was seated, all instrumentalists, can you come forward, please? While I was seated, you can keep playing, but the rest of you just stand in front of me. While I was seated there, the Lord just showed me that he has graced you guys and um, he has released some, some grace, level of grace upon your life. And what I was seeing is that your, your service to God is going to cause certain doors and dimensions to open for you and cause certain grace to find expression beyond what you're doing. I just, just raised up my head and I looked and God just showed me one, two, three and began to show me this person is this, this person is this person is this and began to show me and all that. And he said to me, he said they are graced and as they use their grace here that they find expression outside. That whatever it is that you're involved in and, and when I talk like this church I want you also to connect to the grace in the house. Whatever it is that you're involved in that the, the expression of grace you have here, that God begins to let that expression work for you in the marketplace, outside, whatever it is, it could be business, it could be career. I just saw an explosion of grace. I saw people who are graced and I saw their grace working for them, working for them, working for them, working for them. Someone say it again. Say, I'm graced. I carry something. I carry something. There's something on me. There's something on me. There's something on me. There's something. There's something on you. It's the anointing of the Spirit. It's the anointing. He has graced you for something. So lift your hands to heaven. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you.
for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.